Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Busy, busy show for you. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. It's 106 in Edmonton. The uh, best junior team right now in the WHL, it's not close. Certainly not close in Alberta. I've seen them play four times this year, uh, all four games at Edmonton, and uh, they have dominated uh, from a structure and process perspective tactically as well and they also happen to have the the best skating prospect this year in junior hockey uh, and probably the best well he's going to be the best goaltending prospect as well as we go off to our river Cree resort and casino hotline pleased to be joined by edmonton oil kings head coach brad lauer brad how are you Hey, Bob. I'm doing well, thanks. Good. It's uh, it's nice not waving at you and actually having a conversation with you. Cause <laughs> <laughs> you, you look up in the downtown community arena, there's 15 scouts and a couple media weasels sitting there, and we're waving like, hey, what's going on? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's a light night for scouts. <laughs> yeah, no, you've had a lot. And, and, and let's start yeah. there because... Uh, Bob McKenzie from TSN, uh, halfway through the season, did his midterm scouting report, and Dylan Gunther was the highest-ranked player in junior hockey. He's got 15 points in six games uh, this year mm-hmm. for you, and Kosa has been unbelievable in goal. He's better than a 950 save percentage. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, I don't mean to disrespect the rest of your program and what you got going, but yeah. this is a pretty exciting year for those players, isn't it? Oh, it is. I mean, anytime, uh, I mean, I go back to my days when I was my draft year and, you know, it, it's exciting. You want to have a good year. You want to work, you work hard in the summertime and you put the work in and then the season starts and you know, you're excited. And obviously this year is a lot different. I mean, these guys have been, been waiting 11 and a half months to get their season going and they have, we've had a few dates of, of when we're going to start and stop and, uh, we didn't get going, but, um, it is exciting times when it's your draft year and, and you want to make sure you have a good year. And we have some guys in our team that have, uh, done well so far. All right. Uh, well, that's, uh, for our listeners that are maybe are unfamiliar, unfamiliar with Dylan Gunther, how would you kind of, is there, is there a player similar to him that's advanced on? So I'm trying to think of the last time I could saw a guy that could shoot the puck like this out of the Western yeah. hockey. Like it's been a while. You know what I mean, Brad? Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're 100% right, Bob. I mean, when this kid came to us as a 15 year old, he scored two goals for us, uh, back then that, that were one when I, when, when my general manager came in, Kurt Hill, I said, you know, there's, there's not a 19 year old in this league that can, can score those two goals. And, uh, you know, this kid did it that night. And, you know, that's one of the things that he brings along with a number of other assets that he has. But, you know, uh, it's funny you ask that question about players. You, he's, you know, the kind of in the NHL that we think he could possibly, uh, you know, play like. And, you know, there, there's a few guys that come obviously the way Pasternak plays the game and the way he can shoot the puck and get himself available comes to my mind. Um, Connor's from uh, from Winnipeg. Uh, that's the one. Come. That, that's the one for me, Brad. When I yeah. when I when I see him, that's obviously a right-handed shot. But yeah. that's the yeah. guy I see, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So there, there, there's a number, guy. and it's funny. Like I've had conversations with Dylan about that, and guys, he he looks, uh, uh, you know, that he likes to watch and play, and you know, it, it's funny the conversations we've had, and you know, that these are guys that he he watches play, but I think those two guys, um, you know, definitely. Uh, Play, he brings some of their 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 traits that he had that they have that that he has also. Yeah, you look at Connor, three time thirty goal scorer, elite level finisher, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. that's the Brad. For me, the difference between the guys that can the guys that are good NHL players but aren't finishers, they got to be able to one time the puck or have an unbelievable release, right? And that's yeah. what Gunther has, right? It is like you don't need like. He doesn't need a lot of time to get it away, and he doesn't need a lot of space to get into it to get it away. And that, that's one thing, the difference between, like, again, I've been fortunate enough to work with some of the, the, the guys in National High League with, with Kucherov and, and Stamkos and, you know, Ryan Getzoff and Corey Perry and a number of guys. And, and you know, that when those guys are the elite players in the league, um, bad pass, they don't get bad passes because they can make the adjustments. They don't need, they can make those those quick adjustments that they can get the pucks away. They don't need those big areas to, to receive that pass to, to handle that it's, it's on and off their stick really quick and you know with Dylan's release uh, you know he has has the ability to to do those to do that in those areas and like I said he scored some goals and I don't want to compare him to anything like Ovechkin the way he could shoot it but you know on our power play he does a very good job of uh, you know like those cross ice scene plays um, and they're hard passes and you know at this level though those are tough passes to handle and um, he's able to get get them on and off the stick fairly quick. He'll be the first forward drafted this year. I don't think there's any debate about that. All right. Uh, and then you've got, there's, there's, Jerry Johansson's having a big year because he's got Lucas Wallstadt and he's, yeah. he's also got Sebastian Cosa. And, and I'm now hearing that there's teams in the sort of mid that are probably going to be drafted in the mid teens that are thinking they'd invest in the pick on Cosa. He made a save against, uh, Medicine Hat where he mm-hmm. came across, there's not another goalie, I, you know, in June, right? Six foot six yeah. and a half. Usually, usually guys, Brad, those guys are blockers, but this guy's an athlete at that size, isn't he? Yeah, he's very athletic, uh, Bob. And you know, uh, another go. I mean, if I want to keep comparing him to to guys that I've I've, I've been fortunate to work with, I've had uh, Pecorini, um back when I was in Milwaukee coaching, and uh, just the way he was able to to for a big guy at six six, just the way they they're able to cover cover the net, not just the net, but just the low part of the net too, to get across from post to post and and make those day, saves and, and anticipate those those passes but um very athletic you know and uh, you know like with Kosi's another guy that's obviously uh with 11 and a half months that we were down he put a lot of work into his into his game um not just on the ice but off the ice as far as uh, his conditioning work his just you know the stretch and the hand-eye coordination all that stuff that uh you know um is, is paying dividends for him right now uh, there's a couple other guys I want to uh, talk about. I mean, you got a couple veterans on the back end. Your captain, Matt, uh, Matthew Robertson, uh, yeah. and Ethan Cap. But Dohaniak seems like uh, Logan Dohaniak seems like he's threw a big hit last week against Red Deer. Uh, your thoughts on sort of him taking on a little bit more, and then Jer- uh, Lupin up front. A-, a couple guys that are taking yeah. on more responsibility with your team. Yeah, I think I think as you've seen in junior hockey, uh, players can really take those gains during uh, from one year to the next, and I think you're seeing that. Um, with the Hanyak, you know, obviously, you know, he, he's, he's, he's working hard and he's getting a lot of, he's getting opportunity also, um, you know, with the extra ice time, um, we're, we're, we're relying on him more to be, uh, you know, different types of areas, a shutdown guy, a power, a penalty kill guy, and also we're using him on the power play now. And, uh, you know, that's just part of trying to grow his game and he's really, um, 
he's really uh, taken advantage of that and, and embraces these opportunities. And uh, Lupin has been another player. Um, you know, last year he's you know last two years he's been here and been more of a, just a penalty kill guy, a guy that shuts down other teams' uh, top lines. But this year he's come back with more offense and, and playing and more an offensive opportunity with the power play up with power play time and and being bumped up up and down the lineup in, in the offensive position. And, and again, he's a guy that's really elevated his game, and it's nice to see. All right, uh, you, you got to be. I mean, we we saw what happened with Montreal; they got shut down. You got to. How challenging is it raining in a bunch of seventeen through twenty-year-old yeah. kids and getting them as disciplined as possible? You've obviously done something, right? You're off to a seven and zero start. Yeah, you know about this. Obviously, these are the, when the, when the kids first got here. I mean, obviously, there was discussion on how we wanted to do this. We had the opportunity of of moving guys in the hotel and kind of quarantining them up into a little bubble uh, and then keep them, you know, uh, that way. Uh, the other one was putting them in billet homes. And, and um, you know, after discussion, we th- we just thought it'd be, they'd be kind of been cooped up for 11 months. I just thought we, and as, as an organization, we thought it'd be best if we could make it work with billet families. And, and we ended up putting two two uh, players to a billet house uh, for this season and, and, and go that route. And you know the kids are you know I think that's great for them uh, mentally they're 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 together with with another person and and uh, you know it, it's difficult for sure these times and, and I think these guys understand one thing with with our guys is that they understand the importance of of what it took to get the season going and they they just wanted to play and they're doing a good job I mean obviously we've got to be cautious and making sure we're doing the right things but um, you know their path of travels from billet house to to the arena and arena back to the billet house and wow. um, you know we were able to do something and at Rogers Center was able to do something for us with the Oilers and obviously with the bubble being here with the NHL there's uh, we we have a little sports lounge for the guys upstairs we took advantage of and um, they opened up the Molson house there for us and we have all the TVs and games there and the guys hang out there uh, spend time together there they put up a golf simulator for the guys to to play golf there's ping pong table and all kinds of games that they can do. Our, our, our classroom is up in that area uh, where the guys come every day. So, you know, they're with us from, from 9 o'clock in the morning till till 4 o'clock in the afternoon on non-game days. And, and then if they're not there, they're back at their billet house and they can come back in the evenings if they want to spend time with their player, with their teammates and play golf or play ping pong. Um, you know, they have those opportunities to do that. All right, great stuff. Good luck tonight against Calgary. I'll wave to you about 6.45. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Have a good night. That is uh, Brad Lauer, the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. They take on Steve Hamilton and the Calgary Hitman. The Prokop brothers coming to town. Uh, Josh Prokop, a 20-year-old, likely headed to go play for Ian Herbert's next year at the University of Alberta. Uh, Luke Prokop drafted third round by the Nashville Predators. Uh, Again, the Oil Kings. They'll have the number one uh, drafted skater out of major, major Junior Hockey in Canada. That's going to be Dylan Gunther, and they'll have the number one uh, drafted goaltender out of Major Junior in Hockey. That is Sebastian Kosa, and they're both probably, well, Gunther's going top five, and I would assert to you that I see Kosa going top 25 for sure. We will tell you that guests on the show receive certificates to Japanese Village. Thrilled to serve you again for dine-in and take-out options. For details, uh, visit uh, Don and the staff at jvedmonton.ca. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. We'll get a... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. 
So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look at the Leafs with uh, Edmonton area product Bob McGill from the Leaf Nation Network when we return on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's 119 in Edmonton, and we are going to go to our North Division report. It is brought to you Monday, Wednesday, Friday by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence Today. It's a live version as we're joined by longtime NHLer, Edmonton area product. He once coached me in hockey school. Uh, as you can tell, I mean, he had a lot to work with, and I, I, I went from a guy that was destined to play. No, not really. In, in the Western Hockey League, that was not happening. This guy did play in the WHL. He was a tough guy that could move the puck a bit on the back end. We welcome back to the show from the Leafs Nation Network, Bob McGill. Bob, how are you? Robert, I'm doing very well. How's yourself? Good. How much fun did you have doing those Okanagan hockey schools back in the day? Oh, it used to be a great time, and uh, even more so when you would go to, out to Santa and spend a couple of weeks out there because, uh, uh, you know, obviously the beautiful weather and hanging out in Skaha Lake uh, was always <laughs> lots of fun. Yes, yes, yes. I think we all know what you're talking about. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, the mid nineteen, early to mid-1980s was a unique time, to say the least. Uh, hey, the Oilers haven't played like forever, and uh, since Saturday night, since they swept the Winnipeg Jets, the Leafs had a stretch off as well. What did you think of their performance last night against Ottawa? Well, you know what? Uh, it was a little intense, but uh, uh, you know what? Overall, pleased that they've uh, won back-to-back games for the first time since uh, they beat the Oilers in those three consecutive games uh, a couple of weeks back now, almost three weeks ago. Uh, so uh, it's been a bit of a trying time. It's, uh, you know, Over the course of the last couple of weeks, you know, they've had four days off and then they played a couple games against Calgary Flames and now another four days off and uh, to get back at it against Ottawa and you know the uh, Battle of Ontario is certainly renewed again and uh, uh, the, the Senators have been very pesky against the Maple Leafs. I know the Oilers, you guys have handled them very easily this year but uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have had a real tough go with them as they seem to get pumped up for them each and every night but at the end of the day uh, they've got back-to-back victories and uh, I think they're really looking forward to the challenge come Saturday night and Monday when they take on the Oilers for hard to believe this the last two times of the season. Yeah, well, look, they got the early jump in all three games against Edmonton. They also stopped 87 out of 88 shots, Bob. And uh, goaltending, uh, that's where I want to go next. Jack Campbell right now is sitting at a 958 save percentage. Is there a goalie controversy in Toronto right now? What do you think? I mean, Anderson's well, been pretty He's been good there for the last several years, but you got to kind of like what you're getting out of Campbell right now. Well, there's no question about it. And, uh, you know, it's funny here in Leafs Nation, uh, you know, Freddie has been struggling without question. And uh, Jack Campbell has been lights out. He's 5-0. and And as you said, uh, the, the 950 save percentage. And uh, even last night, uh, he kind of lost the handle on both those, the puck both times when the Ottawa scored those two goals. So, you know, definitely it's something where uh, I think, uh, you know, if he continues his outstanding play uh, and they come away with another couple of victories, uh, I think it's really going to, you know, push Fred 
Frederick Anderson, and I don't think that's ever a bad thing. Uh, when you've got uh, a goaltender who makes the other guy really kind of take a look in the mirror and say, hey, what have I done lately? Uh, I better get my act together and help this club because I don't think you have to look any further than the Edmonton Oilers uh, when uh, you know Mike Smith was on the shelf to start the season and Costin was sort of stuck there uh, by himself. And since Mike Smith's come back, uh, you know, and he's been what is he red hot like five and one in his last six games. So, you know, in 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 today's NHL, I really believe you got to have two goaltenders. And if you can have both playing at the top of their game, that's only a good thing for your hockey club. And uh, that's certainly what the Toronto Maple Leafs are hoping is, uh, you know, what this is going to be a battle right down to the finish line when you got the top three teams in uh, both the Oilers and Winnipeg who sit just just uh, you know below the Maple Leafs. Uh, it's going to be quite a battle. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, you know, the Leafs got to play Winnipeg six more times, so I think that's going to maybe decide things uh, that much more. We're joined by Bob McGill. He played over 700 games in the NHL, seven with Toronto, uh, seven seasons with the Leafs, over 1,700 penalty minutes. He knew his role. Uh, the Leafs, to me, one of the differences from past years, Bob, that top four defense, right? Justin Holes emerged as a real good uh, uh, right shot defender, and, and then they, they go and get Muzzin, and then they sign T.J. Brody to compliment Morgan Riley. Is this the best top four the Maple Leafs have had since when, would you say? How long has it been since Toronto's no. It's, it's been a long time, Bob, and uh, and it's fun to, to watch, no question. And then I think, too, when you throw in Zach Bergoshin, who I think has been outstanding as the number five guy, and then Travis Dermott at number six, uh, I really think that they have uh, a real solid six-man unit, and I, I, I think that's the best defense core that they've had in a long, long time here in Toronto. And I think that uh, the goaltending, uh, you know, for the most part has played uh, that much better because of the fact that they're facing less shots and less uh, quality shots through the course of the first 33 games here so far. The Leafs have a lot of money tied up in their top four forwards. Uh, they've got a couple of three of their defensemen signed long term. Uh, you know, obviously Riley's a huge part of their D, and now they've got Muzzin and Brody done. Do they have enough wiggle room to get Zach Hyman signed to an extension? Because he's having a terrific season. Well, I would think that. Uh... You know, Kyle Dubas, uh, I'm sure that's probably uh, the, the, the hot button number one topic, no question about it, because I don't know how often you see the Toronto Maple Leafs play, but uh, to me, Zach Hyman is the engine that runs uh, the emotion, the, the everything with this hockey club. He is so instrumental. It doesn't matter what line you put him on. Whatever line he's on, that's usually the top line. And uh, consistency through the course of the season, I'm going to say, you know, him and Mitch Marner, uh, they're top two guys. But, I mean, Hyman just to me has been outstanding. And I've got to think he's got to be top priority for the Toronto Maple Leafs to get signed up because you don't want to let this guy walk as an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. All right. Uh, I got to ask you about a bit of a trip down memory lane. You played for John Brophy. Um, and like it was a different game back when you played. You would have been Brof's type of player. Wendell Clark came in there in the mid 1980s. But maybe educate our listeners on just the legend of old school hockey that John Brophy is, and whether or not there was anybody that was maybe patterned after him for perhaps a, a fairly consequential hockey movie as well. 
Oh boy, no, no doubt. Uh, he he was John Brophy was a guy that you could take right out of slap shot. There's no doubt about it. And he was in uh, firmly believed that if you don't can't beat him on the ice, you better beat him in the alley. And uh, <laughs> you know if if you're gonna lose, you're gonna make them pay for it, and they're going to not like the fact that they're going to take two points away from you because they're going to remember it by different welts and or black eyes and whatever he can get somebody to do for him, for sure. He was a he was a big time old school guy. Hey Bob, uh, I'm glad you've battled back. Uh, you had a little bit of a scare there. We appreciate you joining us here in Oilers. Now we'll touch base down the road. Okay. You bet, Bob. Uh, anytime, and uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, next couple of games here. I think it's going to be fantastic to watch the two uh, leaders uh, in goal scoring in the National Hockey League with McDavid and Austin Matthews tied at 21 to see who can grab the advantage after these two games. All right, awesome stuff. That is longtime Maple Leafs uh, defenseman and uh, NHLer Bob McGill from the Leafs Nation Network. Quick update. Uh, people in Montreal and Edmonton watching Wisconsin, who went in as the top seed in their respective uh, regional. They're down 5-3. The score was 5-1 for Bemidji. It's now 5-3. There's under four minutes left. Cole Caulfield's got two goals and an assist. Uh, he's minus one in the game. Uh, Edmonton owners pick uh, Dylan Holloway who almost didn't play today. Uh, Dylan Holloway has an assist in that game uh, and is one of the few even forwards. Uh, Wisconsin's got a couple power play goals. Bemidji's been the better team 5v5. Again, that is our North Division report. Brendan, hit it. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home. It all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. List it, sell it, move on. There you go, and that's our North Division report. We bring it to you three times a week for Craig Hummel at Remax. Excellence. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Mooner and myself were out there yesterday to see the folks at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Outstanding customer service. That, too, is a saying in business, and Brent Ridge Ford brings a 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They win it because they treat you fairly when you buy a vehicle. They offer fair prices on warranties, insurance coverage, and financing fees. They got a good service department as well that'll take care of the little little foibles that happen once in a while. I'm not naming anybody, Cam, because that would be me. But uh, anyhow, the the deal is go out there, visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. They'll lend you a hand. You can reach them at one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three or visit BrentRidge.com. Back with Cam Moon after uh, check that. Back with Jack Michaels. After a global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.